All right, all right, all right. Fucking A. What I like about it is I get a little bit older. They keep staying the same <laughs> age. <laughs> I was actually thinking someone the other day, um, someone literally quoted something at me, like a very famous movie quote. I can't even remember what it was. But they did it so fucking wrong and it just pissed me off. Like immediately. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, dude, if you're gonna if you're gonna go the, all that way and try to fucking get it right, pull a good quote out, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you better fucking nail it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it fucking made I'm, me so I'm mad. just not good at it. Yeah, no, I, I, it, it's taken me years to get that one right. <laughs> I like, think that may be the first time ever. I don't even try to do it because I know I'm just gonna screw I'm them just up. Just gonna fucking tank. But it. I, I don't watch movies a whole lot. Yeah, never have. No, no. When do you have time to watch movies? I don't know. I, I catch them when I catch them. Just, yeah, but that's okay. So that's how I am. Same thing. Now it's the luxury of your home. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You know. Yeah, that it's, is true. It's not bad. But yeah. Well, fuck, man. Uh, here we are. Book club number four. Four. Yeah. We're talking about Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Light. Gr- Green Light, dude. Yep. Which he suggested to me. I, I've seen him on Rogan. I always thought he was a cool fucking dude. Uh, I thought there's not one ounce of this I'm gonna find interesting, Mister fucking self-proclaimed cool guy. You know, on paper, you know, yeah. you're just like, I don't need to hear stories of how fucking badass you are or anything like that. But I was pleasantly surprised, and it, it wasn't that. It did have a bit of bravado on the things that he's done, which is cool. Um, but he didn't do it in an arrogant way at all. I tell him just telling his life stories, right? Or some of them, yeah. you know what I mean? Just that's what I really appreciated about it because I get, I'm not really into a lot of the, um, uh, bios or you know i i've I've checked out a couple of them but a lot of the times it's the same thing you just i don't want to hear somebody just blowing themselves off you know what i mean i i but what i've ended up finding from this book was there was a lot of little gems in there that really kind of help you see through some things when you when you got some things going on right right it almost was like a self-help book for me when i started listening to it it was pretty amazing yeah there's definitely some gems and and when it when he talks about his early life i I found it pretty surprising and shocking you know how wild he grew up you know what i mean the story of his parents getting into a fist fight yeah literally holding knives at each other throwing each other around and then making love on the floor in front of the whole entire family like that shit i identify with yeah not that i've ever seen that bad of it but or that part of it but and you wouldn't think that yeah you know and and listening to him and seeing how he is and or just you know i mean you're being we're being very judgmental about it but like watching him do interviews and watching him do these right. different things, you're not thinking, "Oh man, this guy's had some diversity in his life and had some challenges." And, right. You know, and his upbringing, man, was had it's some pretty. pretty rough, you yeah. know, his dad didn't pull no punches. No, you know, no. he made him work for his shit. But yeah. that's how you know. We kind of got into this last podcast, but that's how you build somebody that stays dedicated and focused and works hard and, yeah, and gets to exactly. where he's at today is because of his upbringing. Yeah, know? and it, I mean, just the one of the cooler things I thought about was when he talked about, you know, obviously his dad was a menacing figure. He's a big dude. He's like 6'4", fucking mm-hmm. 260 pounds. He's a fucking pipeline guy. He, You know, he's a fucking man, right? He whipped his kids' asses. You know, yeah. I mean, they all got their asses whipped for shit, whether it was justified or not or whatever but the one cool thing that he talked about that i think it's left behind in in today's culture is the rite of passage yeah which was a really cool like his right you talked about his brother's rite of passage 
you know, basically having to fucking fist fight his old man in the barn. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the fact that he fucking knocked him out, you know, like made his old man get up and go, now you're a fucking man. And his dad from that day on treated him like a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's something that is, I, I don't want to get into a whole fucking our culture thing, but it's something that's totally missing from our culture. You know what I mean? The 100%. rite of passage for men, for boys. You know what I mean? I preach this all the time. I know. Yeah. You I know, know. I, I really do. I just, it's, I got it through just circumstances that weren't necessarily like, hey, man, here's your rite of passage. It was more right. like, hey, homie, come be a part of this rite of passage. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, but yeah. I, it's definitely, I think, something that's totally lacking. And it's why so many youth have so little self-confidence or, you know, they're just not pushed to get out there and do that stuff, man. And listening to his story and the different, all of the different little stories, mm. like the tree house and, mm. you know, just, yeah, it was just, man, it was fantastic. It was a good book, man. Yeah. It was definitely, it was, uh, it, it, I blew through it in like two days, which normally takes me about a good week. Um, but I just really couldn't stop listening to it, you know, and the way yeah. he did it with the structure of like, it sounds really dumb just saying it until you hear it, but bumper stickers, fucking, you know, uh, passages, you know, the red light, green light, the red light, green, the green you know? light call out, which is a cool, you know, on paper sounds kind of like a little goofy, but when you really hear him tell the story and then bring up the analogy of like yeah. life is full of red lights, man. And every once in mm-hmm. a while, when you catch that green light, that's the you moment. Gotta, to keep you got to appreciate that green yeah. light, you know, yeah. that green lights there to, for you to appreciate and not just ignore the fact that you caught that green light. You know, because right. those red lights are what we all think about all the time. Shit. Yeah. You know, and then the catching that, you know, I, I listened to this <clears throat> I over a year ago when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I was really going through it with losing Porsche and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so um, I went for a ride. Right. I, right. I rode out to Havasu and. Mm-hmm. Spent the day with some friends and then woke up that next morning and rode out to Vegas and spent the day with some other friends mm-hmm. and then rode home. But the whole ride, I listened to the audio book. Right. And it really just kind of, you know, helps you see things in a different perspective. And, yeah. and, you know, the whole, that's what I really enjoyed about it. I mean, and there was some just fucking gym stories. Yeah, no, totally. Man. He, that guy is. Yeah. Especially cool. when, it, like, you know, it, obviously we know, we know him as Matthew McConaughey. We know him as fucking, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. You know, and his story about how he got involved in that movie. And basically, by assuming that character, becoming that person, understanding that it was his big brother, essentially, yeah. to a T. Yeah. He came in at a movie that he was supposed to have literally one scene in. Yep. And ended up improving so well on a movie, on a big movie. Well, yeah. it wasn't supposed to be big then, I don't think. But um, that they just kept putting him in more and more yeah. scenes, you know, and... And uh, you know, it's, and him and the director became really good. Yeah, Linkletter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Richard Linkletter. Yeah, I love that movie. Days and Confuses. One awesome. Of the best it is. It is. You know, you for people that don't haven't lived in this the time frame of that movie, mm-hmm. it was so much what that you know certain aspects and times of my life when I was right. younger that that was real. Totally, dude. You know, yeah. there those guys existed. Those guys absolutely yeah. existed. <laughs> yeah, I, I got in a. I got it. I was, I was in junior high, and there was a guy that was my, one of my brother's best friend's older brother, and his dad. We're sitting there at the house, and his dad goes, "Hey, I think Jake can fuck you up." 
And I'm like, <laughs> what? what? What are you fucking talking <laughs> yeah, about? And of course, this is this dude's in high school, and he's like, "Eh, little punk ain't gonna do shit." You yeah. know, he didn't say it quite like that, yeah, you know. Yeah. But he had like the feathered hair, yeah, and he yeah. had the Good Toyota Celica, and yeah, yeah he's, he's all talking <laughs> shit. But I had already been fighting, so like yeah. I lived in Detroit at this moment, so I'd already fought grown men and shit. So I'm not, I'm like, ah, oh, this isn't, this sucks. Yeah, you know. And him and I ended up going out in the front yard, and he couldn't hit me for nothing, and I hit him a bunch of times, mm-hmm. and and it, we got squashed, but. He didn't hold a resentment to it. Right. It was actually just the opposite. And mm-hmm. I got to go hang out with him. It's it's that rite of passage. Oh my you know God, I mean? dude. It doesn't and it have was, to be a fight. You know it, what I mean? It but, wasn't you know. but it was it gave me this cred with him where he took me to these parties and took me out to these things where I'm the little kid or the young dude mm-hmm. of the group. I mean, I had a mustache and a beard, but right. I still, like, was, the music was Billy Squire and that shit. Yeah, and yeah. just, it was that movie, man. Right. Just going to house parties and going and hanging out. Yeah. And, man, I'll, yeah, I'll never yeah. forget it, man. That was some cool, yeah, it's that just, movie it brought that back. It speaks a lot to that time, that time frame, you know. And he his ability to, you know, he talks about it a lot, his ability to basically just, get into a character assume character and then he he says it a billion times like the movies he did the best in were the movies he was just able to get out lines and say the thing he was supposed to do you know and then he talks about stories where that fucking mentality completely bit him in the ass yeah you know what i mean and he fucking shows he shows up to a movie decides he's just going to assume this character and looks at his sides and it's four pages of dialogue in Spanish and he goes, Fuck <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. so that arrogance bites you in the ass, you know. But what he was really good at was especially when he talks about the wet dreams, you know, he has he had these multiple like dreams in his life where he calls them wet dreams, where he would be like in his mind it was in the fucking Amazon River looking at tribesmen on the shore, this wrestling and that snakes. wrestling snakes, shit like that, you know, and and every time in his in, in his life, the importance of that dream would spawn him to go. I need to reset. I need to rethink. I need to re yeah. reevaluate what I'm doing. And he yeah. would go to Africa, or he'd go to the fucking Amazon, you know. And the stories of him going to African tribes and then wrestling the fucking champion Dude, that, wrestler. That, you know what I mean? Is like that. It's just it, wild to think of Matthew McConaughey, which I, it, it is a movie. You know yeah, what I mean? it it really it it. I'm really glad we're doing this review and I hope that people that listen to this take heart and either read the book or I highly recommend the audio version because right. he reads it himself. Right. But it is absolutely fascinating. It is. Yeah. You know, and, and the that whole dream series, the wet mm-hmm. dream series and where he, and it's a couple of different stories that come from it mm-hmm. and the different little things that lead up to it, the the battles that he was dealing with and the things that he was going through that led him to you know, oh yeah, let let me let me think about this a little bit more. Right. You, you right. know, it's really inspiring yeah. and just fun to read, fun totally. to listen to, yeah. man. You know, I mean, all, all the other you know stuff aside, the you know how inspiring or whatever it was, it's also just really, really, really good stories. Yeah, it is. You, you know? know, and and just his, um, like I said, what I what I. Even like the later stuff when he talks about marrying his wife and they had multiple yeah. kids, which is really weird because they literally got they have a kid that was born almost the same fucking month and almost the same and the year that my that Scout was born. They also got married the almost the same month and almost the same and the same year 
that me and Rosie got married. So it was really odd, you know, and we also had kids before, yeah. you know, and, and when he talks about uh, the marriage thing, you know, how they never, they didn't get married till years later till the kid asked him. It was so, it hit so like home for me because it was the exact same way I thought about marriage, you know, as far as, um, just, it, it's a state fucking piece of paper. Yeah. It's not this, yeah. we're already together. We're doing the thing. You know, and the way that he broke it down and, and through talking to one of his pastors, you know, as a challenge to jump ahead and take that adventure of of marriage and being happy and realizing that you're not losing. Because I, I did have the same fears. I'm losing half of myself when I get married. That's, I think, what a lot of men think, you know, and that, yeah. that today, actually, I, I wrapped it up and I listened to it. And it really hit home for me because I remember being in that same place at the same fucking year he was in, although he's many years older than me. Um thinking the exact same fucking thing. And I went ahead with it and I did it and I'm not regretful obviously at all about being married, but it was that one point where you just think like, if I say yes to this and if I do this, I'm half, half of me is gone. You know what I mean? And it was a really cool perspective to hear it from another person that he framed it in such a good way that, you know, if you're with the person that you think you want to be with, or you fucking at that time, know you want to be with, you know, it, it is that marriage commitment to that is a cool thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was really, it was a cool, it, it really like, it was really fucking cool to uh, hear, hear that. Cause marriage is fucking hard, dude. Struggling <laughs> left and right. It's like, and it's hard it's for horrible. everybody. It yeah, doesn't it matter. It really is, you know, you know, you can see whatever on the surface and what it looks like on mm-hmm. the surface, but it doesn't matter. It's always a constant work, constant work, you know, and, and, yeah. You know, it's pretty easy nowadays to just kind of go, hmm, yeah. you know, I'd, I'll just go hit grinder. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Which, you know, I mean, more fish in the sea or whatever. I downloaded else. the app. I just haven't opened it. Yet. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm right there, dude. Don't worry. I already put you on it. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you know what it makes you're sense? my face I've for that. I've been getting a lot of yeah. weird messages lately. Dude. A lot from weirdo Christians, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been getting oh. a lot on Facebook. Yeah. Dude. Um, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was such a cool thing and he's got a lot of great perspective. And then the fact that, you know, he talks about him being the rom-com dude, you know what I mean? For years and deciding to not want to be that it wasn't challenging. He didn't like where it was going and refusing literally $15 million offers and not working for almost two solid years. And then that opportunity (sighs) comes up to where he gets this new role, you know what I mean? And then gets to do a bunch of fucking killer movies after that, you know, like, the ability and the foresight for someone to understand where they are at a moment in time is is a unique ability, dude. Because oh, most yeah. of us are just head down, that's, fucking yeah, that's, running, that's, you know. And you look up twenty years later and you go, "What the fuck?" You know. Yep. Um, but the opportunity and the foresight, which is what I thought was very like cool to him, for him to sit back and go, "Fuck, is this even what I like doing?" And yes, he has a shitload of money. He's doing just fine. He has a financial gains to sit back and think about this at the beach. Why he fucking doesn't but, have to worry about bills, you know, wait, but, but he's but, still a human. Right. And when he did it, he didn't, it's not like he hopped on a plane and went to Versailles and hung out. Right, right. You know what I mean? He, he jumped in a van. Right. And lived just in it for three years. lived in a van for <laughs> yeah. three years and yeah. just traveled the United States right. yeah. with his dog. Yeah. And just lived. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, that's how you build stories. That's like, hearing him tell that story made me go like, well, shit, man. Mm -hmm. I really want to see more of America. You know, I want to do all this traveling, you know, and I'm going to New Orleans in a couple weeks, but Mm -hmm. 
I want to do more. Like totally, hearing that yeah. stuff and hearing, you know, and and actually there's a few things that have made me really get inspired to want to travel the United States and, mm-hmm. you know, spend more money here and not maybe go outside of the country as much totally as, do. you know, yeah. I've thought about. Right. You know, but there's yeah. a lot of places here I want to see. And that yeah. him talking about just living out that van and, mm-hmm. you know, pulling into a campground in the middle of the night and right. walking in into some crazy bar. Like, yeah. how cool yeah. is that? Or him getting you know? a job in a fucking black blues bar in Austin. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. being the only white dude as a waiter yeah. working in a black blues bar. You know, it just, it was a cool, it was a cool story, man. And I was, I, I highly, we high. We, we review books we like, so that's one thing that we probably yeah. should put out there. Yeah. We're not going to rate books. We are reviewing books that we like, things that turn us on that we think you guys would enjoy. So if really, if you don't hear a review about it, it's probably because we fucking hated it. Yeah. Um, or, you know, because there's enough negativity in the world. Yeah, right? I have no interest let's, in let's talking fucking, about something you know, I'm, so I'm not happy that's, about. For what we're doing with these, we're inter- we're reviewing books that we really enjoyed. We're always going to say we enjoyed them. Yeah. We're always going to say check them out. Um, but definitely Matthew McConaughey's Green Light is awesome. Phenomenal. It's a great book, man. Yep. All right. Uh, if you guys like this shit, hit that notifications bell on YouTube and uh, 1091 Scandy Avenue at the Garage, garage bar. bar. Check that out if yep. you're ever in Ventura. And uh, thank you, Matthew McConaughey, for some fucking incredible, iconic moments. Yeah. Yes. Really appreciate <laughs> From it. From naked bongos yeah. to all right, all right, all right. Yeah. To fucking everything else. All of it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's really... Totally. You know, as much as it's a biography, it's also really inspirational, motivational, inspiring, you know, and then it's not just about somebody telling their life story. Right. He really, really, really gives you a lot of just sweet little bullet points to help you get through life, man. And yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah. All right. We're out. Peace.